0: Welcome back. Uh, I I don't like to rush too much on these videos, so I just wanted to uh, continue the next one. So what we did, I just wrote out everything they tell us in the problem. We figured out x is equal to y, so they must both be 45 degree angles. And since y is opposite to this angle, it must be 45. And since this angle, this angle, and this angle are the same triangle, and this one's 45, this is 90, this must also equal 45. And what I said is we need to figure out this green line. And I made the claim, and I think you'll believe me, that this green line is the same length of this line that I just drew, this peach line. right? And also, what else do we know about this larger triangle? Well, its hypotenuse is here. Its hypotenuse is this magenta line right there. And let me redraw it here. So its hypotenuse is this magenta line. What's the length of the magenta line? It's 4 plus 8. They gave us that information. So it's 12, and we want to figure out we want to figure out this peach line. I'm just redrawing it so that you know we're we're clear of all of the uh, the mess. This is right. I'm saying this green line is the same as this peach line, and I just redrew this peach line here. What do we also know about this triangle? Well, if this angle up here was 45, what's this angle here? That's also going to be 45, right? Because this is these two lines are perpendicular, so this is 45. And we also know this angle x is this angle here, so that's also 45, or you could figure it out any other way. So there we go. We have a 45-45-90 triangle. We know it's hypotenuse. Can we figure out the sides? Well, we know the sides are going to be equal, right? Because the base angles are equal, or we also know that in 45-45-90 triangle, the sides are equal. In fact, you can even look at the the beginning of the book. They even define a 45-45-90 triangle. But we'll work it out just so you see it kind of worked out without having to memorize. So x squared, this is just Pythagorean theorem, plus x squared is equal to the hypotenuse squared, is equal to 144. 2x squared is equal to 144. x squared is equal to 72. x is equal to the square root of 72. So what's the square root of 72? Square root of 72 is the square root of 36 times 2, which is the same thing as the square root of 36, times the square root of 2. And what does that turn out to be? Well, square root of 36 is 6, right? So our answer is 6 square roots of 2. And so that is choice B. Next problem. Problem 8. The price of ground coffee bean is d dollars for 8 ounces. So d dollars for 8 ounces. And each ounce makes c cups of brewed coffee. So one ounce makes c cups of brewed coffee. In terms of c and d, what is the dollar cost? D dollars for 8 ounces. OK, in terms of C and D, what is the dollar cost of the ground coffee beans required to make one cup? We, need to, we just want to make one cup and we say, how much does that cost us? OK, so let's see how many cups we can make with D dollars. OK, so D dollars we would get 8 ounces. So D dollars, we get 8 ounces. And then each ounce you get C cups, right? One ounce turns into C cups, so eight ounces will turn into eight C cups. Eight C cups. But we only want one cup, right? So we say, you know, we're saying D dollars is equal to eight C cups. But we only want one cup. So let's divide both sides of this by eight C. So, what are we left with? We're left with D over 8C dollars is equal to 1 cup. And that is choice A. Not too bad, huh? Next problem. Problem number 9. Problem 9. If 10 over A is equal to b over 12. What is the value of a, b? So this is a straight cross multiplication. a times b is equal to 10 times 12. So a, b is equal to 10 times 12, which equals 120. We are done. 120 is our answer. And if you haven't learned to cross multiply, it's just a quick way, You can all, when you see you know, two fractions equal to each other, you could take the numerator of the left times the denominator of the right, and that equals the denominator of the left times the numerator of the right. And how do we know that? Well, we could just we could do it step by step. You can multiply both sides times a times a. That cancels out and you're left with 10 is equal to ab over 12, and then you multiply both sides times 12, you get 120 is equal to ab. That just skips one step right there. Next problem. Problem 10. They give us a little sequence here. One fifty, one fifty, thirty, six, and it keeps going. In the sequence above, each term after the first term is one fifth of the preceding term. What is the fifth term of this sequence? Sequence. So one fifth of the preceding term. So this is so the next term is going to be one fifth of this, so that's what? That's six fifths. Right? I just multiplied one fifth times that. And so the next term is gonna be one fifth times this. So that's 6 over 25, right? 1 over 5 times 6 over, right? 6 over 5 times 1 over 5 is equal to 6 over 25. So that is the fifth term. And you could write it as a fraction or you could write it as a decimal. I think you get 0.24 if you do it as a decimal. Next problem. I'm suspicious. that seemed too easy. Problem 11. Problem 11. Five points, A, B, C, D, and E, lie on a line, not necessarily in that order. AB a, B has length 24. Point C is the midpoint of AB. So let's draw this and, and let's see if we can avoid messing up. Okay. So let me draw A and B. So, whoops. That was, oh. A, B. So they tell us this is how I'd do it if I was taking it, taking the test. AB is twenty-four. Point C is the midpoint of AB. So point C is right here. And it's the midpoint. So this is twelve. And this is twelve. So far so good. And point D is the midpoint of AC. So point D is the midpoint of AC. So this distance is six and this distance is six, right? It's getting small. I should have drawn this bigger, but I think you get what I'm saying this is point d here in yellow yellow if the distance between d and e the distance between d and e so this is d and the distance between d and e is 5 what is one possible distance between a and e so we they're essentially saying where could e be so e could either be so let me let me blow things up a little bit let me redraw this And let me focus on A and C because that's the part that got all squunched up. So if this is A, this is A, this is C, this is C, and then they tell us that D is the midpoint of these two. D is this midpoint, and we figured out that A to C was A to C was 12, and A to D is six. Right, this distance is six which is the same as this distance. That's also 6. And then they tell us at the end, if the distance between D and E is 5, what is one possible distance between A and E? So we know that E is on this line as well. So there's two places where E could be. E could be 5 in this direction. It could be here. E could be there. Or E could be 5 in this direction, where this is 5. And this is 5. So if e is here, what is the distance from a to e? Well, this distance from a to e is just going to be 1, right? You go 1 to e, and then 5 to d, and that adds up to 6. So one possible distance for a e is six. Sorry, is, is 1. The other one is, you go 6 to d, and then you go 5 to e. So the other possibility is 11. And so, oh, and <laughs> this isn't multiple choice. You could fill out either one of those choices.